Welcome back to the Shifting Schools podcast. My name is Trisha Friedman. In this special episode, we are going to be talking about our latest free guide. And we wanted to do an episode about this because the guide has only been out there for a week. But wow, we have received so much feedback about it. It is the Rootbark Branch Book Group protocol. It's a free guide that's meant to set up PLCs or small groups of educators who are perhaps hosting a book group or preparing for a book group next year. Before we dig into that, I do want to remind folks, we still have a few seats remaining for our three-month generative AI cohort. It kicks off this August where Jeff and I each month are going to provide a 30-minute webinar, provide and create lots of resources. The cohort has been capped to just 50 participants. Why did we do that? Well, we wanted to make sure that this cohort experience is highly personalized and that everything that we create is actually based on your questions, your problems, your interests in generative AI. If you head over to the show notes, you're also going to find a promo code discount that lets you take 25 US dollars off cohort membership for as long as we have seats remaining. So please do head over to the show notes, learn more about our three month generative AI cohort, or head to Shifting Schools to learn more about all of our AI support and guidance. Okay, now let's talk more about the Rootbark Branch book group protocol. Inside the free guide, you are going to find a printable bookmark that has reflective prompts. You're going to find a wrap up micro menu for having the conversation when folks are coming together. And you are going to find our curated list of inspiration for potential books to discover if you're looking for your next best book group book. Now, why did we create this free guide? Well, one of the questions that we get asked at Shifting Schools is how Jeff and I can support PLCs, how we can come together and help lift the work that's already going on in schools when it comes to collaboration, when it comes to leveraging educational technology, for the planning, for the hosting, and for the documentation of groups like book groups. And one of the things that I have found time and time again, when I'm working with a PLC or a school leader or a teacher who's hosting a book group, is we don't often give a lot of quality scaffolding to our fellow colleague readers. And when I have this conversation, I want to be crystal clear in reminding folks, providing scaffolding doesn't have to be a heavy lift. We don't have to be giving teachers an overly prescriptive uh, documentation or note-taking guide. However, we do want to give them some support in helping them understand the kinds of conversations that we want to have about this book. So often the comparison I will make to those facilitating the book group is, look, when you're heading to a supermarket to do your grocery shopping, you probably take a list. You might not necessarily take a detailed list that goes through all of your meal planning for the week. Maybe you do, 
But you often, or at least speaking for myself here, if I go grocery shopping without any kind of uh, scaffolding, so to speak, I find that I buy things that I don't necessarily need or I forget the crucial items and ingredients that I did need. When we provide the bookmark that's inside this free guide that uses our root bark branch protocol, our colleague readers are regularly reminded of, here's what we're heading into this text for. Here's what we want to keep our eyes and ears perhaps open for. And again, the bookmark is meant to be there so that I'm being reminded of that again and again. Um, and what you will find is that protocol is not, like I said, overly prescriptive, but it's also attempting to set us up for conversations and dialogue where we're going to have some friction, right? To me, the one of the indicators of a successful book group is people have some intellectual humility where we see ourselves debating our own ideas and we are really open to changing our minds about a few things and we are willing to have some generative argument with one another. I think that book groups where everybody is just agreeing um, and nodding, we're not necessarily taking a critical lens to whatever the book was. So that bookmark can be a really helpful reminder and help set up the conditions so that when your team gets together, we again are really thinking about our own thinking, looking for how our ideas have changed, and we're asking questions as well as making connections. The wrap up micro menu is really just for the facilitator. This is giving them some scaffolding in hoping to bring that conversation to a close and also documenting where the group was in, in alignment, where they were not. And it might actually set the facilitator up to do something like a blog post, a newsletter, or to take those ideas and share it with members of the community who may not have been a part of the book group. I think another really uh, crucial indicator of a successful book group is, do you find in your community other people who were not necessarily a part of that group, are they picking up the book after? Has there been enough discussion that people are kind of overhearing or they've been given the opportunity to eavesdrop or to learn about that book group? So if you facilitate one, how are you documenting the conversation? How are you sharing it out so that other members of the community might also be inspired to pick up that book? Now, I know that in order to facilitate a really meaningful, transformative book group, it's difficult, right? We're really hoping that our free guide gives you some guidance, saves you some time and energy, and just takes a little bit of the labor out of that process. Now, listeners, hopefully by now, you know Jeff and I absolutely adore hearing from you. And we do have a button on our ShiftingSchools.com homepage where folks like you can send us a voice memo. Now, often listeners will send in a voice memo uh, with their thoughts on our conversation or perhaps letting us know how they have used one of the free guides. 
And again, we never publish a voice memo without checking to see, would you like us to air this? So you can send us a voice memo that is just private. It's just for us to have an exchange about. Or if you would like to share your thoughts on what makes for a successful book group, or if you want to talk about how perhaps you are making some changes, adaptations, or simply how you're planning on using this free guide with your community, we'd love to share that with listeners. Thanks again, folks. You're going to find the link to this free guide, of course, over there in the show notes. If you've got questions on this free guide, we're also here to help. You'll find our email address in the show notes as well. We'd love to also learn more about what folks might be reading over the summer. If you've been listening for any length of time, you know I love talking about PL books. So consider dropping us an email or if you follow us on Twitter, TikTok, or Instagram, we'd love to connect with you there. All three of those social media accounts are also in the show notes. Our next episode is with an amazing librarian. Those of you who are looking for some great fiction recommendations for yourselves or for the young people in your life, be sure to tune into that. And I wanted to let you know, also, coming this July, Jeff and I are launching our special eSports miniseries. We've been hard at work on this special eSports miniseries for months now. And I have to tell you, we are super proud of our lineup of extraordinary guests. Jeff and I learned so much about eSports and gaming for learning through this series of conversations. I want to give a shout out to our special sponsor of that series, Diagon. Uh, you'll learn more about them in the series as well. And if you are listening to me right now and you're thinking, I'm a little bit skeptical about the idea of esports or gaming having much to do with fostering belonging or being quote unquote good for kids, let me tell you, this special series really digs into a lot of misconceptions about esports and gaming. And we also look at a wide array of potential future pathways for students who are passionate about gaming and esports. So if you've never learned anything before about esports, this mini series is for you. And if you are an avid gamer or if you coach esports, this series is for you as well. Hope you tune in. That launches this July. If you have a gamer in your life or you know an esports coach, maybe let them know about the special series. Again, that's going to kick off the first week of July. Thanks for tuning in to Shifting Schools. See you again next week. Thank you.